Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, sacred friends. I am Lori Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, welcome to November, and happy Samhain. Yeah, Whew, such a rich weekend, lots, lots happening energetically. And um, from the full moon, blue moon, Halloween, Day of the Dead, Samhain, All Souls Day, All Saints Day, and many other holidays um, or celebrations that occur at this time of the year. Um, this is this is a really rich time. It's a time when we tune into that beautiful passage from life to death, that that cycle, that natural cycle of life and death, like the the journey that the soul takes. It's a point in which we recognize it and we honor it. And for those of us who are in the Northern Hemisphere, right now we are experiencing that passage in, in, in a seasonal way as well, um, in that we are moving to, into the second half of the uh, season of fall, which means that we are beginning the second half of that journey within or that second half of the dark part of this season. So the season of fall leads us into into the winter solstice, which is the darkest point of the year. And um, this journey into darkness, really, we notice it shifting a lot as we hit the midpoint of um, of fall. So if you're noticing that, you know, in addition to the time, the time change today, for those of you who are on daylight savings time, as we are here in Wisconsin, um, <laughs> there's a lot that that's shifting and a lot that we feel differently. Um, so this is a time of year when I really like to sink even more into sacred practice, into ceremony, and into ritual. It's a time when I find myself really um, feeling a deeper sense of connection with the sacred, a sense of connection with the divine that's a little different than I do at other times of the year. It feels a little bit more um, tender in the heart or heart-centered and heart-connected in ways that you know other times of the year it has a different different pulse, a different like texture. And um, as I feel that within myself, it's I've come to know that this is a time when I feel particularly called into ceremony. It's a time when I really enjoy nurturing that connection in ceremonial ways. So in the last episode of the Crystal Shaman Life podcast, we spoke about you know some of the benefits um, to doing ceremony and one of them being that it's a beautiful way 
to cultivate a more intimate relationship with spirit and as well as with ourselves, that we open up the gateways between worlds. And very often when we talk about those gateways between worlds, we talk about the physical world and the spiritual world. But there's also a gateway between our inner world and our external world. And our external world being our consciousness, the things that are incredibly, we're aware of, what we know about ourselves, how we perceive ourselves, the stories we tell ourselves, the beliefs we have. And then the unconscious being that inner part of ourself where we have um, things tucked away that are a little bit more tender and soft. Um, it might be things that we have allowed ourselves to forget or are uncomfortable seeing about ourselves. And very often when we tap into that energy of the unconscious, up comes a lot of fears. You know, there's the element of shadow comes in with that. And the season of darkness leads us into a time of exploration of our unconscious, of our shadow, of our inner world. And this time is really beginning that journey. And I think a lot of us, um, if we feel a sense of discomfort around this season, I think part of it is this kind of collective story that has been created about uh, our shadow or our unconscious being a scary place to go. Now, you're here listening. I know that you are very attuned to all things spiritual, to attuned to your inner worlds, that you have courageously um, taken journeys within. You've taken time to spend, to get to know your inner worlds. And you know that it's not quite as scary of a place <laughs> as you maybe once, once thought it was. But I also know that some of you are new here and um, you might be wondering like, hey, what is she talking about this journey within? What is all this stuff? But what I want to invite is for a little shift of perception around the idea of journeying within and the idea of self-discovery is that through the journey within, we discover who we truly are, why we're really here, what lights us up. And guess what? We get to know and love every facet of who we are so that we can shine brightly in the world. Okay, so this for me, to me, is one of the greatest gifts of ceremony. It's also, to me, been one of the greatest gifts of the shamanic path and allowing myself to be supported and then in turn to support others as they've taken their journey within, their journey of self-discovery to unleash and discover and reconnect with their divine magic, their soul magic, what their, their soul wisdom is. Ah, <laughs> so with that, um, I want to actually, I want to just touch in quickly um, in that the Sanctuary Membership Circle is open and I would love for you to join us there. In, in the circle, we are stepping into sacred practice. It's a space where we are stepping into um, a fresh, fresh monthly message fresh monthly guided meditation and reflection ritual. And then there is a growing collection of um, crystal wisdom and other sacred practices, uh, videos on those in within the sanctuary. 
and this space is just a really beautiful place that will support you in deepening into your relationship with yourself and deepening into your knowing of you and exploring those inner inner places. Um, it is a space that is designed to support you in bridging your inner world and your outer world. So if it's been calling to you, I'd love for you to join us over there. Um, the Sanctuary Circle dot life. Head on over and I'll put a uh, link in the show notes as well. Okay, so one of the things I want to touch on as we sink into this episode a little bit more is I want to talk about the difference between sacred practices, rituals, and ceremonies. Now, I know those words are often used synonymously, like one People use them interchangeably, they use them to to mean the same things, but I'm really clear for myself and in the context of this podcast and um, in the work that I do, I'm really clear that they're very different. Um, There's elements that are similar, but they have different uh, meaning to me. And so I want to share that with you in this episode so that, so that you can understand where I'm coming from with this, this idea of ceremony and what that really is. Because you may be thinking, oh yeah, well I do ceremonies all the time and, and really they're more so sacred practices. Okay, so what is a sacred practice? Well, sacred practice is the thing you do on a daily basis, some of the things that you do um, to create a more intimate connection with yourself, with your inner world. And um, this could be things like uh, sitting down for a guided meditation. Um, This could be doing some journaling. It could be reflection rituals. It could be uh, doing some yoga, some breath work, picking an oracle card, lighting a little incense, um, having a cup of tea with incense as you do some reading in the morning, um, lighting a candle, burning some some smudge, some sage or palo santo or um, local plant. Um, it could be doing a little clearing within your house. It could be taking a bath, a salt bath that's really nourishing and nurturing. Most of the time when I think of the phrase sacred practice, I'm thinking of practices that are nourishing for my soul, practices that um, feel sacred and intimate to me, that have a tone of spirituality, but they aren't the real deep, super deep connection types of pieces. Okay, so that's sacred practice. Then when we go to ritual, rituals to me are sacred practices that are a little bit more um, repeated like or routine-like. So for example, um, your sacred practice, maybe in the morning you have sacred practice time and every day you do something different. But all of a sudden, it shifts from every day doing something different to every day you show up and you do the exact same process. So then it moves from what I would call a sacred practice into a ritual. So it holds sacred meaning and it has a sacred connection and it's drawing you deeper into connection with spirit, into connection with yourself. And the routine element 
of sacred practice, of it, which makes it a ritual, um, is what is what allows us to soften our defenses, soften our um, discomfort with what's coming next, and go into a place of deeper connection. Yeah, so very often when we don't know what's coming next or we don't know what's going to happen or how things are going to flow, we can feel a little bit guarded. We can have a little bit of a fight or flight response. But the thing with ritual is that it takes away that um, discomfort and uncertainty around what's next because it always flows in the same order. The experience always flows in the same order. Yeah. So for example, um, when I sit down to create a podcast, I have a ritual. I go make a cup of tea and let Ace out <laughs> um, because he needs to settle in. Uh, I sit down with my cup of tea. I light a candle. I burn some smudge. I put on a little chapstick or a little lip balm because I like to have just feel ready and position my microphone in the right place. I position my notes in the right place. I position my mouse. Everything is like in its space, right? And I open sacred space. I do a very general, like loose opening of sacred space. Um, Curtains closed, lights out. It's a soft and sacred little cocoon that I create to record. Now, it's a ritual because I always do it in the same order, and I do it with consciousness. So what's the difference between a routine and a ritual? You may be wondering that. Well, a routine is something that we always do the same way. It's like the things that we do. Like we get up in the morning, we make our bed, we go, we go downstairs, we use the bathroom, we brush our teeth, we make our coffee, and we go on with our day. That's kind of a routine. But when we bring an element of sacred awareness into a routine, we can shift it from something that's routine to something that's sacred. We shift it into a ritual. Mm -hmm. So the routine element allows us to soften into the connection with sacred, but the ritual, the sacred presence, that acknowledgement of the sacred within the experience is what makes it a ritual. I hope you're following me. <laughs> okay, so let's go from that into ceremony. Now, a ceremony is a sacred practice and it can be a ritual, but rituals tend not to be ceremonies and um, sacred practices tend not to be ceremonies. There's kind of a little difference. It's like it can go one way, but not the other way. All right. So a ceremony, the thing that really sets ceremony apart, there's four core elements to it. The first one is intention. The second is preparation, that we prep. And then the third one is the creation of sacred space. And the fourth one is that there's an offering. So ceremony is really a conscious, um, a process of consciously stringing together sacred practices or ritual elements to create emergence with spirit. But the thing that we talked about earlier in this episode and we talked about last in the last episode was 
this element of merging and creating space for bridging the world and connecting the inner world and the outer world, connecting the spirit world and the physical world. And one of the things that is really key around ceremony, one of the key aspects of what allows that to be possible or creates space for that possibility is the idea of working with intention and creating sacred space. Yeah. When we create sacred space through a prayer, through um, we actually consciously invite spirit to be present with us. There's an invitation of um, a desire to create relationship with spirit. There's an acknowledgement of the presence of spirit. Now, we can argue that spirit is always present with us, spirit is always active, spirit's always here. Do we really need to open sacred space? You know, there's a, there's a lot of different dances with that. But one of the things that I think is really important around opening sacred space for ceremony is that we need to be clear about um, about this, the, the spirit energy that is present with us, like who is showing up, who um, is called into that space to hold space with us. And it's really important that we begin to create relationship with spirit. And part of creating that relationship with spirit is the acknowledgement of spirit. It's the honoring of spirit and opening sacred space, that prayer moment, that time of prayer to, to call in spirit, to honor the elements, to honor the, 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 the organizing cosmology that we have connected with, um, within our lives. Uh, that moment is, is a part of creating relationship with spirit. And I think that's really important. Um, and I think that's a piece that really actually separates ceremony from sacred practice and ritual, um, because there is there tends not to be with sacred practice and ritual that aspect of um, you know the the creation of sacred space and the the clear intent. So let's just talk for a moment on intention, um, because. You know, when we look at how-tos for ceremony, I think this is a big piece that is important. Um, setting an intention. I love to spend a little time in reflection before doing a ceremony, just doing a little bit of inquiry about what's happening in my life. Where are things amazing? Where am I feeling challenged? And what is it that I am looking for support with in my life? And when I come to that place of what am I looking for support with, I usually find myself at a very simple, like, ah, I'm ready to let something go. I'm ready to invite support. Um, I'm ready for whatever, whatever that is. And I love phrasing that then into an intention for the ceremony. It helps to focus in the energy. It helps to bring things together. And it clarifies why is spirit showing up? What, how are we working together? What are we co-creating? What are we experiencing together? And that piece is something that I think is really, really beautiful and important. And this is something that I like to do in the days leading up to my ceremony. 
So typically I'll look at the calendar or I'll look at what's going on in life and um, and I'll say, oh, I think I'll do a ceremony next Friday and um, I'll mark it on my calendar and then I'll decide, you know, like what kind of ceremony I want to do. What do I want? What kind of energy do I want to work with? Do I want to work with fire or water or do I want to go out in nature and do something on the earth? And I'll tune in that way. And then, um, and then I'll begin thinking about what my intention is. I'll spend time reflecting. It's a part of my preparation. Setting an intention is a part of the preparation, just as gathering materials. And when I work with gathering materials, um, I'll be really clear, you know, like what kind of ceremony am I doing? If I'm doing a fire or water, or if I'm going to go out and earth, you know, I'll gather the materials that I need respective to those ceremonies. So on the actual day of my ceremony, when I show up, I not only show up with physical materials, but I show up with a clear intention within my heart. I have an understanding of what I'm inviting in or what I'm letting go of. I have a clear understanding within myself around where I'm looking for support and guidance and insight in my life. Okay, so now that we've talked about kind of some of that prep bit, how do we prep for a ceremony? Um, The next thing we do is that we open sacred space. We we get to the point where we're going to step into our ceremony and we open sacred space and we do that through prayer and um, allowing yourself to just be mindful or conscious of that moment of I'm inviting in my guides, my Um, my ancestors, my spirit animals, the crystals that I like to work with, I'm inviting them to show up and be present with me for this ceremony. You can get super formal with it or you can be casual with it, but just knowing that you're marking that moment of opening sacred space, it's a defined moment that this is the beginning, I'm establishing this moment of creating sacred space. And then the next thing is to actually just begin the ceremony or begin your practice, whatever it is. So, um, you know, I talked about working with one of the elements like fire or, um, or, or water ceremony or working on the earth, but you can do this with, um, with doing like a card reading for yourself or um, spending time in journaling. You can make any sacred practice a ceremony by, by actually bringing intention and opening sacred space into that process. It's amazing how that just shifts the energy of a sacred practice into yet another layer of deeper connection. And if you have sacred practices and you want to play with that, explore it. See what happens for you when you when you add the element of opening sacred space to your meditation practice, to your practice of coloring, drawing, um, creating, you know, sacred objects, uh, whatever you're doing, that is your sacred practice. Okay, the next thing that I love to add to this is that ceremony for in Um, It very often invites us to kind of just get out of our own way, get out of the, um, the, this is what needs to happen next, which is more ritual-like, like where we have that defined order and structure. It invites us to actually step back 
and allow the ceremony to take the lead, to allow the energy of the intention to take the lead. I know that sounds a little weird, but within that, um, you know, at some point within the ceremony process, there's a natural point to do a release, a to make an offering of what we're what we're honoring or letting go or inviting support with. And I like to do this through breath. So when I work with like a fire ceremony, um, I have something like maybe a little stick or um, a little flower bundle that I'll, I'll offer to the fire. And I use my breath to blow into it what I'm either letting go of or what I'm wanting to invite into my life and wanting to create. I, I offer that to the bundle and then offer that to the fire. It's like a symbolic transferring of the energy from me to the bundle through my breath. And then the release is offering it to the fire. Pretty cool, huh? So the thing with this is that um, we can do this with our creations. We can do this uh, as we're, we're working you know, in different practices. We can transfer the energy of what we've what we're letting go of what our intention is and then release it as an offering so um, very often when I look at journaling as a ceremony practice I journal use my breath to exhale any remaining energy residual you know things held within my body into that paper and then I burn the paper I release it. I let it go. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's one of the key pieces is this like letting things go, not holding on to them, letting them go, letting them be offered completely over to spirit. After that, uh, I feel like it's important to do a gratitude offering, a thank you, thank you, thank you type of offering to spirit. So very often I'll have like a second bundle of things that I offer that I share um, with spirit. So it's like kind of a, a bit of a gratitude um, and, and there's a, an energy of cleansing. And then once that is complete, then I close sacred space. Yeah, really pretty simple and quite beautiful, this entire process, right? You know, there, you can see there's many layers to it, but ultimately it comes down to um, Spending time in preparation, allowing ourselves to get crystal clear on an intention, to open sacred space, inviting in our spirit guides, our animal helpers, our crystals and stones, the sacred places, the elements, the, the four directions, and then making, letting something go and making an offering. And then at the end, offering gratitude to spirit, and then closing sacred space. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those that were present with us. Now, of course, there's so many more nuances and details that we could get into, but, but ultimately, that's a pretty solid ceremony structure. That's a pretty solid ceremony. And I'm sure as you just kind of listen to it, you can feel where Perhaps there are sacred practices or rituals that you would love to bring into a ceremony and to make ceremonial. But I'm sure you also recognize that there's something 
that ceremony actually is something that's set apart from from a sacred practice. There's there's a um, oh, it's a bigger deal. How about that? <laughs> kind of a silly phrase, right? It's a bigger deal. Um, you know, to me, I feel like sacred practices and rituals support me in doing the preparation work, so that when I show up for ceremony. I am ready to do the release. I am ready to do the offerings. I'm ready to make whatever shift it is that I'm intending in my life. And then afterwards, sacred practices and rituals support me in integrating those pieces. So I guess, you know, ultimately that's how I, I look at um, sacred practice and ritual as being different from ceremony. Ceremony marks that point of change or transition or honoring or release. And the sacred practice and ritual allows me to build towards that readiness for release, readiness for change, and then Afterwards, it supports me in integration. Mm, so beautiful. So yummy. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, what a great episode. Wow. Um, I'm having fun with this. The, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, last a couple of weeks ago when I when I had that take it to ceremony wake up message. Um, I found myself actually taking a deep dive into ceremony and allowing myself to even break it down further to to gain more clarity and understanding and and deeper connection with it for myself. Um, um, so expect more from me around the area of sacred practice and ceremony and ritual and um, how we actually can begin to work with all of those in our day-to-day lives, how we can be become, how we can begin to live more in more oneness with spirit. So with that, I would like to once again invite you over to the Sanctuary Membership Circle. I would love for you to join us. Um, This membership circle will support you in developing and cultivating your sacred practices, your daily practices and connection with spirit um, so that you can sink deeper into that relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So head on over to the the thesanctuarycircle.life. I'll put the link in the show notes and um, I'd love for you to join us. Right now, we have a discounted rate on the annual membership. Um, It's a founding members discount. It's a discount of $50 on the annual rate. And guess what? That discount is a lifetime rate. Yeah, pretty cool. So, With that, my sacred friends, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now. Hey, sacred friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.